wasn't given a chance at the start of the season, they'll have a chance to play for the Stanley Cup. After a two-year absence, the Islanders are back in the playoffs. The Islanders aren't just back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're bringing the Stanley Cup playoffs back to the old barn. You know, on any team, when you're winning, it's fun. When you're in a losing spiral, this negativity, it grows. Yes, playoff hockey at the Coliseum. Come on now, it's what this old place was built for. It has been a grind, though, to get to this point for the Islanders. But it's a grind that Robin Leonard has thoroughly enjoyed. The goalie gets pretty candid about the experience of winning here on the island compared to the experience of losing in Buffalo. And when he noticed this season that Barry Trotz winning ways would translate to this team. That's all coming up here on the Sports Final Podcast. I'm John Chandler from Long Island. It's Tuesday afternoon, the eve of Game 1, and the Islanders have just wrapped their last practice at Northwell before opening postseason play against the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Coliseum. It's a place that, frankly, has enough lives to make a cat jealous. I mean, Myers rang for days after the Isles won Game 6 in 2015, which, back on that Saturday, we thought would be the swan song for the old barn. But it is resurrected, and it is sure to be rocking in this first round. Count Jordan Everly among these Islanders who can't wait to hear what it sounds like in the playoffs. Now, I remember the last playoff game at the Coliseum. It's as loud as I've ever, ever heard a place, yeah. right? And I've covered a lot of college football. I've covered, like, how, how do you expect the atmosphere to be on Wednesday? Yeah, no, no different than it's been, you know, few some nights uh, this year. I've, I've heard lots of stories about how loud that building can get. Um, and I expect no different. It should be fun. Robin was just talking about like just how much fun this can be, and I know it can be such a grind. But I mean, are you guys at least enjoying this? I think it's a, you have to learn to enjoy it. Um, you know, I think I've been through it once now, and um, you know, not as much as I'd like. But you know, you, the biggest thing is you want to enjoy these moments. You know, it's crazy when I think about how I've played nine years in NHL already, and. Um, you know, only had two playoff opportunities, and when they do come, you have to enjoy them. You have to take opportunity to take, uh, take advantage of it. So, um, you know, those are the two things I'll be looking forward to. It's the Coliseum for the first round, and then everything after that, however far the Islanders advance, will be at Barclays Center. But surely it's going to help to have home ice as the edge against playoff-tested Pittsburgh. That is one edge over the Penguins. The other, of course, would be head coach Barry Trotz. He led the Capitals to the Cup through Sidney Crosby of Genny Malkin and Company last year. And note the underdog undertone from Trotz after Tuesday's skate. Have fun. It's supposed to be fun, you know. And I don't think anybody thinks uh, a whole lot of us. Uh, they haven't all year, so I just got to try to prove people wrong. That's what we've always tried to do. So, but but just enjoy it. Just enjoy the whole whole thing. That's what, that's that'd be my message. We know how to play, play our game. Try to try to understand that there's going to be swings in the game. Don't get too emotionally. Uh, attached to a incident or a call or a, uh, you know how your game is just you got to just keep you know shift to shift focus and, and and it's it is a grind it's a grind uh, but it's one of those good grinds that when you have success you'll you'll know it and it, it just energizes you now the old nobody thinks much of us subtly thrown in there from trots as much of a message i think to all of us as it is to his players he has just pushed every correct button in his first year on the bench here hasn't he the Islanders have the talent in the room. He knew that. Clearly, more than most of us gave them credit for. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, a lot of us locally and most nationally didn't think the Islanders would make it this far this year. We didn't see this as a winning team, especially after losing captain John Tavares. Now, but Trotz and Lou Lamarillo didn't panic about that blow. The pair have seen more winning, after all, in their combined decades of hockey than any of us can really even fathom. It's just that that winning came elsewhere, New Jersey and Nashville and the nation's capital. But 
How would Trotz and his winning ways translate to the island this season? That was the big question, because it felt like a coup for the Islanders to even land him, especially after the man won the cup in Washington, D.C. Well, Robin Leonard might be the best example of the difference that an experienced coach like Trotz makes. The goalie and his fellow netminder, Thomas Grice, I think they've benefited greatly from Trotz here, especially after he brought along longtime goalie expert Mitch Cord as the, the director of goaltending. And when I went up to Leonard after practice on Tuesday, he didn't know at that moment if he or Grice would make the start in Game 1. Figured he'd get a phone call, as per usual, from Trotz sometime later in the night. But the one thing he does know is that he trusts his coach to make the right call. I mean, I don't know what the feeling is like as you get ready for playoffs, if there's nerves, if there's excitement. I mean, what, what is it that this team is feeling right now? I feel, uh, we feel excited, uh, 100%. I think... Um, yeah, it's uh, you know it's been a long, hard season, and this is what we play for, you know, and uh, we're uh, we're ready to go. You're ready to go? Sure. Is the coach giving you an indication? One way? No, uh, no, not yet. We'll we'll see you later today. Is there anything different that you do to approach that, not knowing, or are you no. kind of used to it at this point? We've done the same all year. We we get a text message later. <laughs> okay, that's the way you like it. Yeah. Um, what? I mean, can a coach really make that big of a difference? Like, what has Barry Trotz brought to this team and, and for your year here with him that you've experienced that has made a difference? You know what? The, um, to me, been been through quite a bit of coaches. Um, uh, everyone, everyone tries to do the same thing. Everyone tries to win. Everyone tries to put a game plan to win. Um, it's been a really good game plan here. I think we uh, are very prepared for games, but uh, the difference for me is just the um, the person and the uh, character that Barry has. Um, there's no second questions, you know. Like uh, you, you're 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 show, uh, told to do a job, and you have to do it. There's just no no questions, no no if and buts uh, about it, and. Uh, just the, the way he, he gets people to do what we need to do. Um, and it's a lot of credit to the guys in here too. Uh, you know, buying into it and going full heartedly uh, into their roles and all that stuff. But that's what every coach tries to do. Uh, some coaches, uh, you know, it's a very experienced coach, obviously. You can't really question him. And he, you know, he has that authority about him uh, in a good way. Uh, not in a way where, you know, you can see, I've seen through throughout the years, you know, like players can turn a little bit and, you know, really doesn't really buy in and all that stuff. But, you know, he shows you and it works. And then he shows you how it works, uh, I feel. And, uh, uh, you know, middle, about a quarter into the season, half point into the season, you know, results start coming. And I think that just kind of clicks in players' heads, you know, what we're doing is working. It wasn't always fun. Yeah, I got to give credit to a lot of forwards too. You know, like sometimes it, it might not show up in their production sheet. You know, and but uh, it was a lot more fun uh, to come in after a game with a win than maybe come in with a with a loss and have a couple of points. You know, he's a guy that obviously coached a team to a Stanley Cup title last year. Have you noticed a difference in in the way he coaches these last few weeks, last month? Any signal that okay, now it's time to to switch into gear? No, that's, that's, I think, what the key has been. Uh, um, you know, I've uh, been on teams where it's like kind of, you know, now we got to start stepping up our game, you know, certain points of the season, but it just doesn't work like that. I, there's no secret switch uh, that you, 
you know, you can't just come to a game not being focused and then flick a switch and then just have a good game. You know, it's from start of the season, start of camp, you know, he expected us to do our job and we've been playing the same type of hockey for most most of the season and consistently. And uh, that's that's why I think, you know, we've we grown in that game, we've grown in that consistency and, uh, uh, you know, yes, last couple of months, you know, like maybe a little bit trying to be a little bit more attention to detail because after All-Star break, we kind of start drifting away from our game for for a period of time. But that happens. But in other teams I've been before, it's been panic mode, you know. Uh, you know, you, 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 you have a bad game and it's full on, you know, like meetings and, you know, what's wrong, what's this, what, you know. Now we got a day off. See you next day. We didn't have a meeting. We went on have a hard practice, and then slowly but surely, you know, piece at a time, you know, we start getting it back back again. And you know, obviously, we have meeting stuff too. But it hasn't been that panic mode where it kind of get that uh, players to grip the sticks uh, a little bit too hard. Or you know, it, it's it's been very consistent from their point of view uh, this year, I think. I mean, I know the hockey season is a grind, and especially going through the playoffs, it's going to be a grind. But it, I mean, just very simply, how much fun are you having right now? We're, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, you know, on any team, when you're winning, it's fun. It's really fun coming to the coming to the rink. It's very fun uh, coming to practice. You know, you have a whole different. You can't really explain it. I've been on losing teams, and I talked about that in Buffalo a little bit, and it was nothing towards Buffalo whatsoever. Love my time in Buffalo, but when you're in a losing spiral, this negativity it grows and it grows and it grows in all parts of the game from you know coaches rooms players organization from up top from media fans and it becomes this hurdle that you to get success again you got to get over that hurdle when you when you're winning you know it's just even keel even keel light room having fun and you know me as a goalie when i have fun in practice I save a lot more pucks, I can tell you that. I, I really do. Uh, and uh, uh, it's for anyone in any part of life. You know, you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to come to your work with a smile on your face. You're going to, you know, be optimistic. You know, good things happen to when, when you're positive. You know, it just does. Uh, and uh, we just got to keep building on it. And we, that's what we're going to focus on going into the series. No matter what happens, good or bad, try and stay even, stay even keel, stay positive. And, uh, just do what we've done all year. Pretty candid Leonard, who has had a fantastic season on the island this year. Been so embraced by all of the fans out there, which has been really cool to see. And Thomas Grice, in his own right, has been fantastic as well. In fact, this duo has been so good, they won the Jennings Trophy this year. What's the Jennings Trophy, you might ask? For those of you who are not up on all of your NHL hardware, and for those of you that are, just bear with me for a minute as I explain to the hockey neophytes what exactly the Jennings Trophy is. Because I know it's hard to keep up with all of the NHL's hardware, especially during the regular season. So I'm going to read it to you from the NHL. The goaltender or tenders, having played a minimum of 25 games for the team with the fewest goals scored against it based on regular season play. That's the literal translation. And the Islanders hadn't seen that happen to this team in 36 years. But this year, they win the Jennings Trophy with 196 goals against. In fact, Isles went from fourth worst in collective save percentage last season to best this season. Last in goals against last year to first. They're the first team to do that in 100 years. And obviously, because of the goalies, they're a dangerous matchup for Pittsburgh, just as much as the Penguins are for the Islanders. But if the Pens offer experience and star power, the Islanders, with great goalies, in addition, they're young and 
talented with guys like Matt Barzell. But, you know, maybe that youth works in their ways because they don't know any better. And as Trotz notes, that does work two ways. Either inexperience leads to anxious feelings, you know, the old gripping of the sticks too tight, or it allows the kids to just go out, play loose, like they've played, like they're playing with house money just by getting here. And I think that's what the coach might be kind of tapping into with his nobody thinks much of us line. Of course, there is some playoff and cup experience on this roster. To find it, all I really had to do was sit down at Johnny Boychuk's locker for a word with the defenseman who did win a cup with the Boston Bruins. You've kind of been through this grind a little bit. What do you think you can offer to some of the younger guys in this room on what to expect? Well, I mean, it's going to be loud. You're going to be nervous at first, but, you know, after the first couple of shifts, you get back in, you, you get into it, and, you know, you just try to stay detailed-oriented and, um, you know, let them make a mistake and we'll capitalize on it, not the other way around, and just try to try to keep everything calm on the bench, too. Speaking of Robin over there, what what is it like to play in front of him and both your goalies when when they're going great, like when they are rolling? Oh, I mean, it's, it's awesome. I mean, when they're rolling, I think the whole team's rolling, and uh, even if we're not rolling and they are, it gives us a little bit of energy to to do better and than we usually do. So, I mean, everybody's a a, a link in the chain and. Uh, you have to stay strong. Well, Boychuk loves playing in front of both of his goalies, and they go a long way, of course, goalies do to deciding playoff series. I mean, the Bruins might have won the Cup in 2011 largely because Tim Thomas played out of his mind that whole spring. But the Islanders are deeper than many realize. It's not just about the goalies. It's not just about the skill level of a guy like Matt Barzell. They are hungry, and they are eager to validate a strong second-place finish that, at least nationally, many are still surprised by. 103 points, most since 1984 in an Islanders regular season. Of course, Matt Barzell does have a chance to showcase his skill in a national stage, and I think it's worth watching this series just to see what this kid is capable of. The Islanders believe this first round is more than just the start of this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. They think this is the start of something special on the island. We shall see. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast.